buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. In the world of sales, you either sink, swim, or break through to the next level. My name's Colin Mitchell, and this is Sales Transformation, a new kind of sales show designed to bring you through the epic, life-changing moments of elite sellers so you can experience your own sales transformation. All right, welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. I'm very excited for today's guest. I've got David Carlin. He's the founder at Residual Payments. Him and his wife are the powerhouse couple behind Residual Payments. They've dominated the credit card processing industry for over two decades, creating millions in residual income. David, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Wow. Millions in residual income. I feel like a sleaze. I hate hearing that. I always (laughs) tell people when they're like, actually, it's funny to talk about sales when other people want to like, they have a big client or they want to leverage us. I'm like, don't tell them we process billions. Don't tell them we make millions. Cause then they're like, why are you telling me so much? Like, you know, what's up? So I don't know if someone from my team is going to get fired. I hate that. I hate talking about that. Um, but whatever, it's true. So it is what it is. Uh, it's short and sweet. You know, sometimes you got to have a little humble brag uh, for people to um, know why the heck they should listen to you. Right. I mean, yeah. That's uh, that's the world we live in. But so take me back. Where did your you know professional career start? And then let's take it from there and dig into some of these uh, accomplishments that you and your wife have uh, achieved. Uh, I've never been a professional. I'm still not professional. I'm like, I just, I, you know, if I think about wearing a suit or going to office, my skin crawls. And, uh, you know, that's what I think you know, everyone really likes about me is I always tell everybody when I'm helping them with their businesses or what have you, I'm like, I'm just like you. I'm like, I mumble my words. I write things incorrectly. I curse. I'm like, I wear stained clothing. I'm like, but that's me, right? I'm not trying to be anybody else. And I think I'll, Hmm. I'll never grow up. And, you know, I've done everything from what was that thing back in the day when you were a kid, where you had the, I forget the name, the magazine, you have all these products. When you get the points, you can get those products and you're selling door to door. I forget. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone's done it. I guarantee oh, yeah. you, you yeah, have done yeah. it. And there's like that one Whenever day. you get it, you, there's that one thing you're like, I got to get that thing. Yeah. yeah I, like, I got to look that up. That, that was a genius company, by the way. Um, and I've always been in some form or fashion from, you know, slinging cars when I was younger to buying a car, driving it, selling it, to owning a bike company, to owning e-commerce companies, to then meeting my partner, a love of my life, my wife, Patricia. And, you know, when I met her, I was, I had a, a bike company at that time. And I was like, what the hell are you doing on your phone? Literally what we teach people today. I was like, I don't understand it. Cause I had all these employees, all this overhead. And, you know, you always make a sale, but a reset, you have to make another sale. You have to make another sale. Your best day doesn't matter, right? The next mm-hmm. day. So 
when I started learning about her business and how credit card processing, how lucrative it is, how long-term the residual income on the money is, it's kind of like that, what Bronco said it and forget it. I was like, mm. screw all this noise. <laughs> I'm getting into selling payments. Um, so, you know, still to this day, I don't sell. I believe in giving value and building relationships. And if that turns into a sale, great. Mm. All right. So I'm curious where, uh, sounds like you had the entrepreneurial gene sort of early on from doing different things, you know, slinging cars to the bike shop, yeah. e-commerce, and then getting hooked on payments. Um, I'm curious, where did that come from? I've always had it. I've always had yeah. it from day one. Whenever I see, let's say there's 20 other kids selling something, I don't, I don't come into the room and think, okay, how can I be better than there's 20 other kids? I looked at it as a very young age as, how can I find the source for whatever that product is? How can I build up a better X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, and have these 20 people come over to me and work underneath me, still making the same amount of money, but building a team rather than going against them? Why not work together and lead that team rather mm -hmm. than trying to compete with every single person? So, you know, even to this day, my mom's like, Dave, like, you can't say that. I'm like, you're going to see me ring the NASDAQ bell. You're going to see me do X, Y, and Z. Now that's me. Not everyone needs to make millions. Not everyone needs to make a couple hundred thousand dollars. Some people can live wherever they wanna live and sell small things. It's not about being the best of the best or being a billionaire. But for me, if it's between you and me, even you, Kali, if it's between you and me closing something, no matter what, if you give me a five minute pitch on something, I'm going to beat you. Now you may win, but that's how I go into it. You're not better than me, I'm better than you. And so I have that spirit in, Anything I do, I go and play golf a lot. And I go I go play against these guys that I know are going to beat me. And I come in hot. I'm like, you suck. I'm kicking your ass today. And I truly believe I'm going to win. But then I'm like, all right, next time I got you. Because that's just my mindset. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a deep, deep down uh, confidence that um, it's hard for a lot of people. They don't naturally have that. Is that something you built up over time? Um, or have you always just naturally been very competitive and had you know sort of that confidence to achieve a lot? You know what the confidence, now that you, I'm, I don't know if everybody, I'm sure someone's asking that question, but if, I want, if I'm being like honestly, like really real about the answer, instead of giving you a quote or something like, I always tell people, you know, reading a quote isn't going to change your life, getting off your ass will, right? And probably the reason for my drive and for wanting to be the leader and to like, nothing's ever good enough. Um, one ADHD, but I don't really care. I, I think it's a great thing. I don't want to get into that, but probably, and still to this day, if I'm being really real with you, is not feeling like I belong in any group, even to this day. You know, I live in a neighborhood that's very, very successful people. All the homes are, you know, three to $30 million in here. I don't, I, even if I do relate, I, I don't feel like I relate to anybody. I always feel like I'm not good enough, right? So my drive is so much higher because in my head, I have built up whatever it is, I take that that sadness, that not feeling of belonging, instead of hiding in a corner, I'm the kid that goes and finds X, Y, and Z products. So you're like, oh my God, Dave is cool. Oh, I wanna be around Dave. That, so I use my insecurities as a gift mm -hmm. to drive my sales. Wow, 
It's a very honest answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, and, it, and I have to say, you know, I, I somewhat relate a bit to that, you know. Um, I think, you know, even my own, uh, you know, entrepreneurial journey has been a lot about, you know, success with many failures, of course, <laughs> along the way. Um, but a lot of it is just feeling like, hey, I had to, something to prove, you know. I was, you know, I barely made it through high school, didn't go to college, you know, was raised pretty poor. And so I've always kind of just felt like I had something to prove. And then the hard part with, you know, kind of what you're describing is then when you even achieve it, you're like, oh, that's not enough. Now what's next, right? Which is good and bad, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I think so many people, you know, we're hosting our first, um, live, first of all, I've never even spoke on a stage. We've always been behind the scenes because I never had to be um, on podcasts. I never had to be on stages because we were the people behind the scenes doing the payment processing for all these big companies and you didn't have to know about us. We were, we were the fixers, if you will. Now that we have this platform, everyone's got to see this freaking ugly mug every single day. So, you know, <laughs> even when we have our first live event that we're holding in Scottsdale and, uh, in May, and I've never spoken on stage, let alone put on a live event. So we're doing, oh, let's do both at the same exact time. When I speak to our people on a weekly basis, and the same with the live event, I'm not here to tell you that I figured everything out. I'm not here to tell you that making money is going to change your life. I'm not here to tell you that I am not, all my insecurities are gone. I'll be like, yesterday, you know, I could retire tomorrow myself, I'm not gonna tell you the number, but I could retire tomorrow and be very secure and live a very great life the rest of my life but I feel like I'm poor. I feel every single day like I'm about to lose everything. I feel like I am not enough. And unfortunately, if the online is great, and it's bad, right? If online wasn't around, sales would be 10 times harder. But if online wasn't around, I would only be comparing myself to these people in my neighborhood or my surroundings, right? Oh, I got a better car than Dan. You know, screw Dan, I just crushed his car. Cause that's all I know if I don't travel. Now, when I go online, you know, I'm like, God damn it. You know, Colin's hair is nicer than me take. Colin's in better shape. <laughs> Colin, you know, Colin's got a better podcast, right? We all look at all the things that no matter what you do, you see someone better. And the problem is, one, they don't see the work that was actually put into it because we never want to talk about the work. So they may be like, well, I, I want to be like Colin. Like, yeah, but he's been doing this for years. He put in the work. Or number two, you know, they don't really see the, the, the struggles that people really go to. We want to show all the fancy stuff. And number three, they also see stuff that may not be real. Because we've been in payment processing, I'll never see any names. That's none of our clients, love you guys. Um, but I get to see everyone's bank accounts. I get to see everyone's processing volume. So the person you see on yachts and jets laying across X, Y, and Z, I see sometimes has five grand in their bank account. I'm like, you know, that doesn't make, that doesn't really make much sense about the life you're portraying. So don't always get wrapped up in, like nothing is gonna change your life. Like this podcast, no matter if you were the biggest podcast person in the world, I would say I need to do a thousand more because I can't rely on one podcast to change my life. I can't rely on one person to change my life. So as long as you're having that fear and that insecurity, that's good because the day you don't have it is the day you're going to get run over. Yeah, I mean, and you can you can take that, right? And and, and some people listening might be like, wow, that's that's a little intense, right? But I am intense. If you, if you, but if you, <laughs> so then they, they, they're thinking right. Um, but yeah. the thing is, is you can take that and you can let it cripple you or you can take that and you can let it drive you, 
right? And it sounds like you've taken, you know, sort of those insecurities and, and those things of, you know, not feeling like, not fitting in and things that, you know, would hold a lot of people back. And you've used that as fuel to drive you to, you know, be successful and to achieve more and to now sort of help others um, achieve, you know, similar to success to, to what you and your wife have been able to accomplish. So I want to go back a little bit from, you know, when you're like, hey, the heck with this bike shop. What am yeah. I doing here? I want to yeah. know more about this, you know, payment processing. What was that like? Take me back, like when you first got into processing with your wife. Were you guys married yet? Were you just dating? Um, yeah. And what was it like, you know, uh, at that time? So I'm impulsive in everything I do, good or bad. <laughs> if it ends up being a great decision or bad, you know, I met her, moved in two weeks later, got married the first year to her, right? Because I just, I don't have time to think about it, right? Life is too short. I could drive down the street, get ran over, and it's done. And that's what we do for our business as well. So. Um, that year got rid of the bike company and, you know, she had all these overseas clients. So for her, it was a little different. She's, you know, helped process some of the biggest coaches, MLMs, biz ops, credit repair, Nutra companies, some of the biggest companies in the world. She's been in this game for over 20 years from the start of when e-com started, literally helping NASCAR, Time Magazine, like crazy stuff. Right. And when I came into the game, after learning about it, I was like, uh, yeah, I might deal with these employees, all this overhead and all this stuff every single day in our e-com store. You know, I was like, wait, I can go set up a merchant account. And if I don't want to do anything after that, I can get paid every single month off of it. So essentially, think of it this way. You want to go open up your dream restaurant. Okay. You go work at a restaurant for five years to learn everything there is about how to run a successful restaurant. Okay. Then you either save up all your money or you took out a loan to open up your dream restaurant. I now have the capability. I don't do this. I don't say this. I have the capability to be like, hey, Colin, knock on your door. Congratulations um, on opening up your new restaurant. I'm here to make a percentage off of all your hard work and all your risk. <laughs> now I need you to go double your sales for me. I need you to go open more locations for me. And when that really was like, it's crazy. If you lose everything, I'll try to help your business because we do so much more than payment processing. We do branding, marketing, social media, payroll, gift cards, funding, et cetera. We do all those things. How it's crazy that I'm essentially your new business partner that may make a half a percent, may make 1% off of all your sales, but I have zero risk. <clears throat> so when I saw that, I was like, this is crazy. I'm like, but all right, what's my lane, right? And I was like, all right, let's say I'm gonna go after restaurants, med spas and hair salons or barber shops in the beginning. I don't need to learn about the terminals or the pricing. That's the boring stuff. Anyone can Google that. I need to learn the top 10 reasons why restaurants fail and the top 10 reasons why restaurants succeed. If I can't understand how their business operates, why should they trust me with their money? Okay, mm. so that's what I did is learn everything about those industries. And then I learned what pricing programs and what hardware do I want to sell today? I don't need to know about CBD, X, Y, and Z. I don't need to know about this pricing if I'm not going after that. Everyone wants to be encyclopedia of their industry, but why learn something that has nothing to do with your business or nothing to do about closing the sale that you're going about to close? So we went on to build our payments companies and then everyone always said like, what do you do? What do you do? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I do? Like, you know, was one guy, the first guy we taught, He's like, I'm like, why do you ask? He's like, cause you golf every single day and no offense, you're not that good. So I know you're not a professional. And I was like, I, no problem. He's like, I don't want to be your caddy today. He's like, could you mind tell me what you do as long as it's legal? Is it legal? And I was like, yeah, of course it's legal. So I went on with that conversation to be like, you know, there's obviously a lot more context to it, but like, go get a statement from a merchant, you know, go find out who they're using. 
we'll then help you on the call to see if we can help you land that deal and we'll rinse and repeat it, right? So that person went on to be very successful. So after teaching a million different people how to make residual income off of credit cards and the emails and texts and all that stuff took up way too much of our time, we're like, holy crap, ordinary people like I was mm -hmm. 10 years ago could do this industry and we built residual payments. And, and how long have you been doing residual payments for now? We only launched it probably about a year ago and it's freaking oh, wow. blowing up like crazy. And I think people, one, business owner, half our half of our clients are business owners. What business owners don't know, you included, you probably didn't even know, is you can cut out the middleman, you can cut out the square, you can cut out the person that went to your merchant account and go direct yourself. And literally, think about it this way. No, no offense to them, which are they're obviously a killer company. Let's talk about ClickFunnels. Russell Brunson, them, amazing people, very smart people. But they have to educate you on how to build a funnel, right? Then once you learn how to build a funnel, then you have to put marketing dollars behind it or something or some kind of campaign behind it. Then you have to wait for the sales to come in. This could be a month long process, a lot of your time and a lot of your money to learn how to build a funnel. It, they're obviously very effective. I can teach, so you know about this industry. You, if you own a credit card and you've bought something online or offline, you understand how this works. The only thing you didn't understand is you can cut out the middleman as a business owner. And the other thing you didn't understand is you can make residual income off it. You didn't know you could profit off of it. So you know everything about this industry. So in literally one day for a business owner, no money out of their pocket can cut out that middleman and no money out of their pocket in the same exact day, put money directly back into that business for years to come with no extra work ever again. Kind of unheard of. And then people like yourself, let's say your buddy owns a restaurant or an e-com brand, you know, if he's like, hey, I'm opening up a restaurant, how much work is to be like, hey, let me set you up over here. Once you get set up with the banks, you understand how everything works, kind of like doing like, um, like, a, like a mortgage broker does essentially, you're having that capability once you get set up for it. It's something you have in the back pocket for the rest of your life. Whether you wanna build a massive payments company, have it as a side hustle, it's something that literally, if you set your friend up, if they're gonna go with somebody else, if you set them up, get them a lower rate than they were gonna pay, so you're a hero, you're saving your friend money, every time they run a card, you make money off of it. All right, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate just for a minute here and yep. hope that you could educate me and maybe people that are listening, right? Because I'm just thinking about for myself, right? Yep. Uh, I've started my first business with my wife, uh, similar to yourself in 2010, right? Okay. And yeah, we're yeah, trying to figure yeah. out, we're trying to figure, we were trying to figure out, you know, who are we gonna use for payment processing, yep. right? And what you start to come across is a lot of bad reviews, a lot of these forums of people complaining, upset, bad customer service, extra yep. fees they didn't know existed. Like there's there's definitely a little bit of a negative experience that a lot of people have had with, I don't know, maybe maybe it's a few bad apples, you know, in, in this industry specifically. So how, how does somebody go about, you know, making the right choice of who should process or if they want to, you know, make money on their own processing. Yeah. Okay. So when people come to residual payments, right. Um, for the, our, I'm just very open a couple hundred bucks. You're learning about what's going on. And if you want to switch your own business over, if you want to keep this in your back pocket or if, or if you want to go find your own relationships, right? No problem. You understand it. But if once you understand it, and then you're like, okay, I wanna go all in. I wanna use your relationships. I wanna really build a payments company. That's where you can join our six month long, our year long packages and 
They're not, they're not inexpensive, but you will be paying for our time. We can cover that later. I'm very open about it. I have nothing to hide. So, you know, when people, you know, understand our relationships, because we've been in the payments field for so long, when there's so much money to be made, there's naturally good and bad people, right? There's naturally payments companies that go, I, you know, I got 3,000, I got 3,000 clients. If I throw in 20 bucks on each of them, you know what I mean? They're not really gonna know, think of how much money that is in the, in the long run. They're not thinking long-term. Yeah. The biggest reason for our success is partnerships with our banking partners, our payments partners, and our partners of people that refer us deals. I'm a long-term thinker. If you referred someone over to me tomorrow via a text message, right? Hey, Dave, meet Frank. Frank, meet Dave. He's starting a whatever. I would split my commission with you 50-50 for the life of that account because I want to work with you hopefully for the next 10 years. So a lot of these payments companies aren't long-term thinkers and they have the used car even salesman where this has never been done before. Most people work for payments companies, they hit the road, they sign someone up and they never talk to them again. They don't give a crap, you're just a number to them, right? And you're looking online, you don't know who to go through. So we pride ourselves in having the relationships that not only are good for your merchants, but are also good for you because if I got you a bank that's good for you where you're making a lot of money, but they screw over your merchants, well, how good is that in the long run, right? That's ruining your your reputation. So that's where there is bad people, 1000%, but there also is really good people in payments, but you can go online and you don't know who to trust. It's the same thing. You see somebody on a, on a yacht telling they can make you $10,000 a month, you don't know who to trust. So that's where you're utilizing us and residual payments to trust our expertise, our relationships, because yes, we have been burned by certain people. We have been screwed over by certain people, but that's where you don't have to go and get screwed over. You don't have to go and try out a marketing company and say, oh, it didn't work and lose all your money. I'll tell you if they're good or not. That's where, because we're behind the scenes outside of the payment processing, if I saw you, Colin, you scaled your e-com company, I just saw you went from 50,000 to 250. I would ask you, who are you using? What's your secret sauce? And that's where I get to see behind the scenes that no one else ever gets to see because I'm in payment processing. Yeah, wow, all right. So um, I think I think that's I think that's the kind of the big differentiator, right? Is having a having a, a long term mindset uh, to really take care of people makes a difference, right? People take shortcuts and you know try to screw people over when they're not when they're not thinking more long term. Now I'm curious, how do some of these players um, disrupted this space um, from your perspective, like Stripe and Square and all these places that have essentially made it a little bit easier to just sign up, get started, than you know it was maybe more traditionally um, yeah. before. So I'm definitely in the running of becoming the most hated guy in payments for sure. <laughs> I mean, literally square, probably, probably everyone's probably over square stripe and PayPal now. Like, all right, fine. Now we're on the Dave. Like literally anybody in payments, if you ask them about me, the people I work with love me. Everyone else who doesn't know me freaking hate me. Why? Because I created a platform that's per, like literally flooding your industry and screwing you up. So if you're not on your game, you're going to get run over. Right. I own what I always say. I own the biggest gang in payments. I have the most agents in payments. Now, I'm pretty sure I do, but I don't care. I know I do, right? So that's my own thing, that's my own fact. You know, I currently have thousands of people every single month that we're training. And what's unique about our thing is, we have all these people, myself included, we're all working together, building our payments companies, 
giving advice to each other on what's working, what's not working, even though we're competitors. If you called up a payments company today and said, hey, get all the people who bring you deals together so they can help each other, they'd be like, uh, that guy can screw off. I'm not telling him what's working <laughs> for me or where I'm going. So we built a Costco model where it all works together, power and numbers. By all of us bringing the same amount of deals, going to the same locations, we work in power and numbers to get exclusivity and lower buy rates for everybody combined, right? So. We are going worldwide with this and we're putting a lot of other um, products in there as well that are gonna make, create residual income for people. But that's where, you know, you have to know who to trust and you have to, you know, the square stripes of the PayPal's, they're aggregators and we steal those accounts every single day. I can give lower rates. If you're using Stripe or PayPal, they charge 2.9 and 30. I could give you a 2.7 and 20 cents today. Apple's oranges. You're using Square, they charge 2.6 and 10 cents. I can give you 2.49 and 9 cents or eliminate all your fees. We also have a program that can eliminate all your fees. Now those companies, you can't ever say they're idiots because they are not. They know what the hell they're doing. They crush the market, mm -hmm. right? But that's where I saw it as, okay, how do I pivot on a market that's ever changing? How do I pivot as with crypto, which we can do all these things that are changing, how do I pivot and build something that's never been done before, build the biggest trading platform to this date and still, and it's always going to be, it'll always be, no one will ever take my, my, my throne. But how do I do something where it's never been done before because you, like you said, you have these salesmen or saleswomen going out there being kind of shady and really salesy, just closing these merchant accounts. It was so easy for me to be like, marketing companies are lining up, X, Y, and Z companies are lining up and they're like, hey, I got 20 clients and they are like, oh, I can join and put this in my Rolodex and I can make residual income off of my clients. This is an absolute no brainer for me. Or, hey, my brother-in-law owns a business okay, well, your brother-in-law is going to go through somebody. You yeah. might as well be you. Right, right. Well, I mean, I can't believe uh, that you guys have only started this not that long ago and already having, you know, so much success. Um, any, any final thoughts? Where can, you know, where can people find out more if they're, if they're interested in, in learning more about what, what it is that exactly that you guys do for folks? So residualpayments.com. There's a million different funnels. If, if, if we haven't found you, we will retarget you. We will find you. Please just join so it doesn't cost me more money. I'm tired of retargeting. <laughs> Everyone just goes, Dave, you know, can your course be a little cheaper? I'm like, can you join the first time? <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, then, you know, agree to disagree. Um, and um, residual payments, you can look us up on any social media channel on Meet the Carlins, Meet the Carlins, uh, C-A-R-L-I-N-S on Instagram. We've been on there forever. Finally on TikTok, I'm not dancing. Don't ask me to, but it's all about free business advice um, that we're doing on there. So on TikTok, Meet the Carlins, on Instagram, Meet the Carlins, um, and the residual payments all over. So if you're a business owner and you wanna cut out the middleman join, if you wanna add this to your side hustle of something you want in your back pocket, join, if you wanna join us and build a payments company, it's not gonna happen overnight, but I can guarantee you, if you're willing to work your ass off for a year or two, whatever it may be, we'll work alongside with you and you can make real residual income. But I don't claim anything. I will tell you, there is a ton of people making residual income. The only difference between the person making money today and the other person who joined the same exact day is I always tell people, do you own a pair of shoes? Well, lace them up and get off your ass. If you're online <laughs> and you've never been online before and you're messaging people, but all your pictures are you doing keg stands, well, it's not gonna work. Maybe you have to go and do things for the first year you don't like, but doing them is going to change, get you the life that you do like. So residual yeah. payments, meet the Carlins, 
You'll see us. I'm going to flood online this year. You will not be able to get me off your TV or your social media. Uh, but, I, you know, I appreciate you having me on here and hope hope yourself and hope some of your listeners at least educated them. It doesn't have to go through me, but at least now you guys know that you can cut out the middleman. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. If you enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends. We're always listening for your feedback. You can go to salestransformation.fm. Hey, you stuck around. That tells me you're serious about your own sales transformation. If you're tired of doing things the old way and want to get started in your journey with other people on the same path, head over to salescast.community and crush your numbers on your leaderboard. Yeah, it's free. Salescast.community. Send me a DM with your best pitch and mention this ad and I might even give you free access to our best templates.